In the name of Jesus, who is Lord over every authority. Amen. Come, and you will see. We wandered out to the Jordan River because we were curious. All the people in Israel were stirred up by the rumors about this John, who was baptizing people in the river that symbolized our entrance into the promised land. John was saying that our liberation and salvation was coming. Everything that we had been waiting on for hundreds of years. The authorities from Jerusalem had even come out to investigate and interrogate John. They demanded to know what he was doing and why. They wanted to know if he was claiming to be the Messiah, the Christ, the long-awaited anointed ruler from David's line. They wanted to know if John was saying that he was going to be the one who would save us from Rome, from the oppression of all the nations around us. But John was very clear to them in his answer, I am not, I am not the Christ. But the authorities kept pushing him, so who are you? John answered by quoting the prophet Isaiah. I am a voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. John said there was one coming after him much, much greater than he. John said he wasn't even worthy to touch the sandals of the one who was coming after him. But then John mysteriously said that the one who was coming was already here. John said to us, in the midst of you stands one you do not recognize. It turned out the one we had been waiting on was already there among us. We just didn't have the eyes to see him for what he truly was. John even admitted to us, I did not recognize him. It was only when John baptized this man in the Jordan River that he had finally come to see, to see the truth. In the moment of baptism, John had seen the Creator's Spirit descending as a dove upon the man named Jesus from the town of Nazareth in Galilee. John had been told by the Creator that the one on whom the Spirit descended would be the one that we were all waiting on. So John then began proclaiming, I have seen that this Jesus is the Creator's Son. John himself had seen Jesus before this moment, but John did not recognize him. Just like the rest of us, John had not had the eyes to see. John was telling us that the Creator's Son, the Christ himself, had always been there among us. We just didn't have the eyes to see it. John said to us, even though he came after me, he was before me. The Creator's Son had been there among us all along. We just hadn't recognized him and his presence among us. And frankly, when we looked at Jesus, we didn't quite understand how he was what John was saying he was. To our eyes, he just looked like an average and normal guy from Galilee. But John was so passionate, so convinced about what he was saying. And so when John pointed to Jesus... As the Creator's Son and Lamb, we decided to follow, even though we ourselves couldn't see what John was talking about. We stepped out in blind faith. We, Jesus saw us following him and turned around and asked us, what are you seeking? 
We were very nervous and awkwardly said to Jesus, Teacher, where are you staying? We figured if he was really that special, that we would be able to see that from where he was choosing to stay. But Jesus said to us, come and you will see. We were excited about what we might see. Even though nothing looked special to us when we started following Jesus, we began to share with our brothers and friends that through John's help, we had found the Christ. And the next day, Jesus saw Philip and said to him, follow me. Philip followed. Then Philip went and found his friend Nathanael and said, we found the one that Moses wrote about in the law. It's Jesus from Nazareth. Nathanael said to Philip, can anything good come from Nazareth? It didn't make any sense to Nathanael that the one we had been waiting on for so long had grown up in a little town in Galilee right there among us. Based on what we had been told our whole lives, that didn't look right. But Philip said to Nathanael, come and you will see. When Jesus saw Nathanael, he said to him, before Philip called you, I saw you sitting under a fig tree. Nathanael was shocked. That was all it took to open Nathanael's eyes. And he said, teacher, you are the creator's son. You are the king of Israel. And Jesus said to him, you believe this because I said that I saw you under a fig tree? But you will see much greater things than these. You will see heaven opened and the creator's angels ascending and descending on the son of man. Jesus had said to us, come and you will see. He was right. We would see. In the beginning, we wanted to see where he was staying. But it took us years of following Jesus to truly see where it was that Jesus was staying. We had initially been thinking with our flesh and not with the spirit. We wanted to see Jesus' camp by the Jordan River, or maybe a home up in Galilee. But what we eventually did see was much deeper and much more profound than a physical home. It was not with the eyes of the flesh that we eventually came to see. It was with spiritual eyes baptized by the Creator's Spirit. In the end, we saw that Jesus' home, where he was staying, was with our Heavenly Father. No matter where Jesus went, he was staying with his Father, never leaving his Father's side. And Nathaniel had been so impressed that Jesus had seen him while he had been under a fig tree. But that was nothing compared to what Jesus wanted to show us. Jesus wanted to open our eyes to a whole other realm that had always been there, all around us. We thought the things of the flesh that we could see with our physical eyes were the basis of reality. Jesus wanted us to see that there was a much larger, invisible, and spiritual realm that lurked behind and underneath everything in our lives. But to have our spiritual eyes opened, we had to go on a journey with Jesus. We had to come with him. We had to follow him. It was only by following Jesus that our spiritual eyes were opened. And that is why he said to us, come and you will see. Come and you will see.
If we want to truly see the truth, then we will have to come with Jesus. We will have to follow him. We cannot see the truth from where we are, from our comfortable and familiar seats in civilization. To see, we have to leave, get up and follow. Our comfort zones blind us. Our comfort zones are walls that keep us from seeing anything outside of them. We have to obey the call of Jesus and step outside of our comfort zones, outside of the familiar, if we are to truly see. The truth that Jesus wants us to see has always, always been there in our lives, all around us. It is through this truth that we were even created. Without the creator's truth and son, we would not be alive this day. Nothing in this universe would exist. The creator has always been present among us in our lives, even though we have not had the eyes to see it. But the creator wants us to see. He wants us to have our eyes open to his presence and to his work. So Jesus says to us, follow me. Jesus says to us, come and you will see. So get up and follow like Philip and Nathaniel did. Go on a journey with your Lord. Jesus may look ordinary or even strange to your eyes. It may seem weird, irresponsible, and impractical to go with this Jesus and let him mess up and rearrange your entire life. It may not make any sense to you, but you will never be able to know. You will never be able to see unless you get up and follow. How could Jesus be the answer to all of your questions and problems? How could Jesus bring peace into your life that transcends anything that the world can give you? How could Jesus show you your loving heavenly father and his work in your life? Jesus says to you, come and you will see. Amen.